Blog Talk Radio. There is a chance for the President of the United States to use this disaster to carry out what his father, a phrase his father used, I think, only once and hasn't been used since, and that is a new world order. New world coming. America will become increasingly vulnerable to hostile attack on our homeland. And our military superiority will not entirely protect us. Not protect us. Americans will likely die on American soil. And I believe it will also be said of this age, the first decade of the 21st century, that out of what is, will be seen as the greatest restructuring of the global economy, perhaps one even greater than at the time of the Industrial Revolution, a new world order was created. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations, a new world order. Now, get ready to enter the zone where real life is stranger than fiction. The place where the news may seem like a dream, and the dream may be a matrix of reality. Let us now expose all lie of the devil and bring to light all the secrets of the enemy, because God truth will set you free. John 832. You're listening to This Week in the Zone with your host and watchman on the wall. Phil Armstrong. October 30th, 1991, President George H.W. Bush initiates the Madrid peace process to divide the land of Israel. On the very same day, a freakish hurricane, now known as the Perfect Storm, destroys the Bush vacation home in Maine. And the pattern continues. Each time America compels Israel to vacate its territory, our land is devastated on virtually the same day by Hurricanes Andrew, Katrina, the Northridge earthquake, and Joplin's killer tornado. Is this coincidence, or is there a spiritual cause and effect? In Genesis 17:8, God promised the land of Israel as an everlasting possession to Abraham and his Jewish descendants. That promise still stands. Those who bless Israel are blessed. Those who curse it are cursed. Author John McTernan makes this open and shut case in his landmark book, As America Has Done to Israel, and the companion DVD, The Day of the Lord. For ordering details, visit John's online blog at johnmcturnan.name.
now. Be prepared to re-enter the zone where only watchmen dare go and only the fearless do venture. Now from the lands of the Pacific Northwest in FEMA Region 6, where we warn about your future and the rapture of the church of the concentration camps of the enemy, your host once again, Phil Armstrong. Welcome back to The Zone, The Prophecy Zone. more worse than the White House expects. Um, North Korea has developed advanced nuclear weapons that can be delivered with its ballistic missile force, a startling fact that the White House has worked to downplay. Since um, George Bush actually started closing down bases also, going back as far as George Bush Sr., and um, we know that um, President Obama, which appeared to bring home the troops, hey, the troops were over there anyway, and it was probably time for them to come home anyway, so now he looks like a hero. But um, the good chance is that the United States is very vulnerable. Have you ever sat back and thought about the um, Pacific and Atlantic and how quick if a quadrant of Russian fighters <coughs> bombers come in in, in jets and, and submarines who's there to stop them and don't forget we have enemies within our own country to worry about and that's another show by itself venture to talk about uh, 
the Oklahoma statue, if I can pull it up on here. But the first thing we talk about the uh, the earthquakes that are happening in Oklahoma and the swarm of earthquakes that were happening on the increase in April around the uh, United States and the globe. Um, it says the United States Geographical Survey says that, Geological Survey says that the rate of earthquakes in Oklahoma has increased by 50% since October 2013. Excuse me, I can't read today. Specifically increasing the chance for a damaging earthquake in central in central uh, Oklahoma. Now, if I'm not mistaken, isn't um, Oklahoma in the um, middle of the United States where that giant fault line is? talking about the United States might split in half. Uh, I don't know exactly where uh, Oklahoma sits. I used to live there, believe it or not. I used to live in a lot in Oklahoma uh, or Fort Sill. And um, now this is the same place who wants to get rid of uh, the United uh, the Ten Commandments out of the uh, poorhouse or have it at least side by side to a satanic uh, monument. Now, the ACLU is trying to get the Ten Commandments out, but they, they're not trying to get the satanic uh, statue out. They don't, I mean, or, or even cause it to not be put up. Uh, they, there was no static when that was going down. I think it's going to be any static because um, the house divided against itself, and I don't think the UCLA, UCLU is uh, against uh, against this dome, which is um, that organization is putting that satanic uh, statue up. So we have to keep our eyes on on that. Um, I wanted to elaborate on the shack becoming a movement. Yes, uh, right. Um, Oprah is starring in the shack and she will be playing God. Now, this is the same lady that defies everything about God and uh, everything that God stands for. And she is a cultist now, uh, I want to read some of the things to expose the, the shack. It says, um, in this article that I'm reading, will the shack be the next blockbuster? Uh, blockbuster? Now, they have put down 13 clues that the shack is nothing but error. Now, these 13 concerns uh, that the person who wrote these uh, 13 heresies, Michael Zusek, and the concern number one, 
about the shack is that God, the movie declares that God the Father was crucified with Jesus. It says, because God's eyes are pure and cannot look upon sin, the Bible says that God could not look upon his own beloved son as he hung on the cross carrying out sin. God is limited by his love and cannot practice justice. Hmm. So he's, in other words, his love is so strong that he can justice sin. And that's what some of the churches are preaching now about this slippery grace. Um, and it says the Bible declares that God's love and his justice are two sides of the same coin equally a part of the personality and character of God. Isaiah 61, 8, Hosea 2, 19. Number three, on the cross, God forgave all of humanity, whether they repent or not. Some choose a relationship with him, with him <coughs> but he forgives them all regardless. Jesus explains that only those who come to him will be saved. John 14, 6. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Number four, heretically structured, whether they are in church or in the government, are evil. Our God is a God of order. Job 25, 2. That's number four. Number five, God will never judge people for their sins. The word of God repeatedly invites people to escape from the judgment of God by believing in Jesus Christ, his son. Romans 2, 16, 2 Timothy 4, 1, and 3. Number six, there is not a heretical structure in the Godhead, just a circle of unity. The Bible says that Jesus submits to the will of the Father. This doesn't mean that one person's higher or better than the other, just unique. Jesus said, I came to do the will of my Father, of him, of him who sent me, of course. I am here to obey my Father, Jesus said. I will send you the Holy Spirit. John 4, 24, 6, no, John 6, 44, John 14, 26, and John 15, 26. Number seven, God submits to human wishes and choices. And some people are making their own God up in their own head. That's my, that's my add-in here. Uh, it says God submits to human wishes and choices. Far from God submitting to us, Jesus said, Narrow is the way that leadeth to eternal life. We are to submit to him in all things for his glory and because of what he has accomplished for us. Matthew seven, thirteen, fourteen. So I'm gonna take a break from reading that. But this just states the signs of the times that we are living in. Oprah is going to make a movie along with uh, actor Idris Albert Albert and Forrest Whitaker, I guess. And it says reports indicated that Elders Elber 
has been offered a lead role in the shack, and Oprah Murphy is also circled, circling to star. Uh, the film already making headlines with Fort Rilliger's attachment to direct and star is a Christian novel by um, W.M. Paul Young that is a New York Times bestseller. The book was published in the summer of 2011 and became a surprise Christian hit. I don't know why. I have no idea why that it is a Christian hit when when God is a fat black woman. Um, and it, I mean, the reason why this is happening, folks, is people are not they they're ignorant of their word. They're ignorant of God's word. Uh, it says, "My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge." Number eight, justice would never take place because of love. The Bible teaches that when God love is rejected, and when the offer of salvation and forgiveness is rejected, justice must take place, or God has sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross for nothing. Number nine, there is no such thing as eternal judgment or torment in hell. Jesus' own description of hell is vivid. It cannot be denied. Luke 13. Luke 12, 5, and Luke 16, 23. Jesus is walking with all people in the different journeys to God, and it doesn't matter which way you get to him. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And remember also, the Word of God talks about a narrow road, and it talks about a wide road, and many people will choose the wide road. Uh, Number 11, Jesus is constantly being transformed along with us. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, who dwells in the splendor of heaven, sits at the right hand of God, reigning and ruling the universe. The Bible says, in him there is no change, for he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 11, 13, uh, 11 12, Hebrews 13, 8, and John 1, 17. There is no, number 12, there is no need for faith or reconciliation with God because everyone will make it to heaven. Now, let me stop here. <laughs> this, the way these things are worded, the way, if the, if the book is, because I haven't read the book. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm probably get the audio book and probably throw up the first listen. But um, the way some of these are worded, it's almost, you can hear the church bells ringing. In other words, this is some of the stuff that the church is teaching today. Like there is no such thing as eternal judgment or hell. Or if you go back up a couple where it talks about uh, whatever the person's journey in life or wishes, uh, meaning that God is being made up in someone's head. Um, that's amazing to me. Uh, number 13, uh, the Bible is not true because it reduces God to paper. Huh. Okay, now Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, but he also said, I am the word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The Bible is God brave, sure. There may be there were many men through 1800 
years who put pen to paper, so to speak, each from different professionals and professions and different backgrounds. But the Holy Spirit infused their work with God's word. And that, that is true. The Holy Spirit is what breathed the word into existence. So we're, <laughs> I'm gonna, we're going to keep an eye on this. Uh, matter of fact, I just noticed that there is a, um, a um, sermon from uh, Michael Yusuf that I'm probably going to listen to a little bit later, which is pretty cool. Because I, I, I wish I could actually uh, download this. I probably can download it, uh, the video itself, but I would love to steal the, the audio off this and then present it on the show next time. But yeah, the shack. <laughs> the shack. I remember one of the brothers that, um, well, I don't know if you want to call him a brother, but one of my coworkers was trying to get some guy to, one of my other coworkers to read the shack. And, um, the, the individual he's trying to get the reason named Tony and his name is KC. Hopefully they don't listen to the radio program. But um, I had told Tony about the shack. You know, the guy was a fat black woman and the Holy Spirit was a Chinese woman or something like that. I don't know. And I, like I said, I haven't read it. But I, I, I at least read a critique uh, of the book and I was just telling him to be careful. Uh, and, I, and I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and find a way to to listen to the book, I'm going to suck it up and listen to the book, but uh, and this is what we're dealing with, folks. Um, we're not only dealing with the enemies without, we're also dealing with the enemies from within. Uh, and, and, and we're dealing with some people that's in the entertainment industry that are letting God down and letting the church down because they want to have their own theories of how things should work. Like the guy from Jars, Jars of Clay. Uh, now, this guy um, is saying that um, it's okay and he don't see nothing wrong with um, same-sex marriages, which you know, that's that's his opinion, I guess. But um, it just shows where the church is going. It's probably a lot more people in the church who believe what he's saying. And it says, several highly respected Christian theologians are responding to a series of tweets by the leading singer of the popular Christian band, Jars of Clay, that downplayed the authority of Scripture on moral issues and suggested that there was nothing wrong with same-sex marriages. Uh, Dan Harston, if I'm pronouncing it right, tweeted, I just don't see a negative effect to allowing gay marriage. No... Uh, societal breakdown, no war on traditional marriage, question mark, question mark, anyone? Well, like I said before, some shall depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Now the doctrine of devils could be your own theory. The, do the devil don't care. I think being neutral is a doctrine of devils because its chief aim is to get you to not go to heaven. And if you're neutral and you're not standing up for the faith and you're one of those uh, people who believe that, that it took thousands of years, uh, millions of years to create the earth, uh, already 
uh, you you have a error in your uh, gospel. So that's something we have to keep an eye on. But um, going back to um, Oklahoma, you know, I, I'm a probably I'm too late now to put a picture on my uh, on my uh, show description. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, this this uh, devil demonic statue has two kids sitting next to him as he has a finger stuck up in the air, two fingers stuck up in the air, and he looks like a man that's mixed in with a goat. And then it has the satanic star and an empty seat next to it. And I was like, man, this is, this is just gorgeously crazy. I mean, it, it, it really is. But, uh, yeah, this, I'm going to go ahead and go off the, the time that I'm allotted, that I allot myself. Uh, so I got like 34 minutes. But, yeah, I mean, this is just preposterous, folks. I mean, the, um, the world is getting closer and closer to Jesus Christ's return. And the question is, uh, are we ready for Christ's return? If it's, if if you if if Christ was to return tonight, are you ready? Heck, if you were to die tonight, are you ready? Uh, and um, I don't know. I, I just don't know if uh, people are ready. I think we're we're all asleep and at the switch. But anyway, God bless everybody out there. I'm just going to go ahead and end the show right now. But uh, uh, as we venture into truth, uh, join us every Tuesday. I'm probably going to change it to Mondays where we talk about Bible prophecy and, uh, and go from there. But God bless everybody out there. And I hope y'all continue to join us, especially join us on Monday as we talk about addictions. God bless y'all and y'all have a wonderful day. <laughs> You have been listening to The Prophecy Zone on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to check out our website at www.pzrn.org. Also, like us on Facebook at Prophecy Zone Radio News and at YouTube at Prophecy Zone. Be sure to check us out next time on The Prophecy Zone as we explore the past, Observe the present and hope for the soon future return of the Savior Jesus.